0: Hello, everyone. So today, um, I want to take time aside from the regular teachings I've been doing weekly with the ladies on the courts of heaven to further bring um, more on a deeper understanding to the many ways we engage in the spirit realm. Whether we know it or not, we are constantly engaging in the spirit realm um jesus christ was very particular about how we engage and he came to show us also one of the many reasons he came was also to reveal to us what happens in the spirit realm he wanted us to to understand how we get into this contract with the enemy and how he's able to have a stronghold on us um he wants us to to seek his face and to diligently walk with him so that immediately those signs begin to pop up when those um temptations begin to pop up when the 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 the, temp, the 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 desire to do things that are not of him begin to show up we are quick to recognize that and not engage with it and in cases where we have um even begin to look into it we're quick to step into the courts of heaven and repent so um that said we will devote this segment to the motivations of the heart to what goes on within because the thing with the courts of heaven that makes it so different from the earthly courts is that in the earthly court if you are going to accuse someone of stealing or or killing or doing something you have to bring Physical evidence, you know the the earthly court cannot judge me based on oh She was thinking to kill this person or she was thinking to steal from this person The courts of the earth cannot see what I am thinking. They don't know what is going on within me so they cannot judge me based on what I thought but the thing with the spirit realm is that the 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 things we engage with in the spirit realm are mostly the, are all inside of us. That is why it behoves of of us to get into um, union, get in sync with who we are, spirit beings, so that we can um, understand how the spirit realm works. So. In the, in the heavenly courts, everything I'm thinking, the things I, I meditate upon, and that's why several scriptures tell us to meditate upon the word of the Lord. You know, day and night meditate on the word of the Lord. Delight in the Lord, and he will grant you the desires of our, your heart. So m- most of the time it's in that delight. Whatever we delight in is what engages us in the moment. So remember this keyword delight in, and you will get that desire manifest. You know, if you spend your day, all day thinking about murder, you end up murdering someone. You know, if you spend your whole day um, picking on your boss, you know, you're going to just not like your boss forever. Because then that desire has attracted a spirit of hate. Or that desire has attracted the spirit of mother or in today's um present scenario where there's racism you know you you meditate on a person's color so much that you begin to stereotype them then that spirit of racism comes upon you and some of these things are so innocently done but I am telling you, your spirit man, whether you it's a child or it's a grown-up, is whole, is my, it's grown, it's able to engage and will give account of its actions. So, a good story I want to use today to illustrate how these engagements come is the story of Esau and Jacob. Um, we'll just head on right to Genesis 25. We'll start from verse 29. It says that now Jacob cooked a steel and Esau came in from the field and he was weary okay this is the thing about the enemy that I also want you guys to know the enemy does not play fair you know if you give him an inch he takes the entire mile you know do not underestimate the enemy Why do I bring the point that the devil does not play fair? In this story, we see that Esau had come from the field and Esau was weary. This is someone who was working hard, you know? He was not a lazy guy. He went out and worked hard. He came back. He was tired. Like, if you work hard, you should be tired, right? Or maybe not. But people who hunt and... You know, do a lot of physical activity. Do get tired, so it's just a given, right? Then, if you spend the whole day working hard, you should be hungry, right? You know, you've not eaten. It's just a given. You know, these are things that are just normal. They are things you expect one to to feel and to have, and these are the things I want us to be aware of. Just take note of the story as we move along. So Esau said to Jacob, please feed me with that same red stew. I mean, doesn't that just seem so innocent? All he wanted was to eat and the stew was red. It is said, for I am weary, he said. See, this is a thing with the enemy. He takes advantage of your weakness. He comes right when he knows that this is what he would desire. Remember, he's been doing this for so many years. He knows what human nature is like. So in this case, um, immediately he said, I am weary. Give me some red you. Right there and then, Scripture says that, therefore, his name was called Edom. Why, you know, even before we get into the why, what is the meaning of Adam or Edom? You know, I was, my friend had a dream about being hairy and, you know, the Lord gave her the word Edom and the Lord led us to this scripture. And as we began to expound on this scripture, immediately we got to that uh, verse. And this is why I highly recommend going through the scripture step by step because as with my friend immediately we got to that point she's like what does Edom mean and that was the first time you know i just looked underneath my bible and it said that Edom means red and that just blew my mind away i'm like wait he wanted some red stew and then his name is now red so what does that tell me that if i desire something so much even though there's enough reasons why i should desire it then i begin to take or carry on the name of the thing i desire you know i I like when the the things of this world you know make so much sense sometimes where you know sometimes you hear like you are what you eat you know we always attribute that to weight and weight gain or Um, eating junk food and having weight gain or eating junk food and having acne or, you know, or being lethargic from, you know, all that. But, you know, like look at it, have a look in the spirit realm right now and look at this scripture. Esau desired something and then his name was changed. He hadn't even eaten it yet. move on to the next scripture he says but jacob said sell me your birthright as of this day what are the odds that esau was gonna despise his birthright and sell it to jacob like don't you think that is so over the top and this is why i say you give the devil an inch and he takes the entire mile like All I need is red stew and you're not saying oh give me your belt or okay let me wear your dress or okay you know the next haunt give me your next um, haunt it is my your birthright like whoa whoa what is happening there that is so over the top you know so but this is the reality of it every time we have a desire that is not in the Lord Even if it seems so innocent, even if it seems like a desire to feed your family, it's a good desire. A desire to work hard and take care of your your parents or your loved ones is a good desire. Your children, put them in college, uh, put them in sports. All of that are noble and amazing, commendable desires. Like These are regular. Let's not even go to um, desires of having mansions and jet planes and all that. Let's not even get there yet. Let's just talk about the basic because right here is the basic. These are noble and right desires. Because sometimes we make the mistake of thinking something wrong or it's because I sinned. The thing is, do you desire to feed your family so much that you can go steal? Because then you've crossed the line even in your motive to the extent where you're selling your birthright. You're selling your birthright. And in this case, Esau had desired us to much more than his birthright. And that's why his name was changed. So everything else that came afterwards was just, uh, you know, it was just a, a follow-up of a reality that already took place. You know, and that's why the spirit realm is so aware if you're able to catch things in the spirit realm, they don't have to play out in your life. And that's why we want to be able to identify things in the spirit realm so that we can deal with it in the courts of heaven, because those are the things that 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 cause the enemy to get a stronghold over us and. Once those things are not dealt in the spiritual realm, it just plays out in the physical. The fist, phys- whatever plays out in the physical, is just an aftermath, it's just a follow-up of what already took place in the spiritual. You see, scriptures talk about Jesus being crucified before the foundations of the earth, all of that, before the foundations of the earth, but we see that he later came in flesh and died for us. You know, so it happened in the spirit. And then he came to flesh it out. So always think, spirit flesh out. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, I called you to be a prophet to the nations. That was Jeremiah's um, call. That was already done and set in place in the spirit. And then Jeremiah lived it out. Afterwards, we see that Jacob said, sell your birthrights. As of this day and so said look i am about to die so what is this birthright to me remember when the desire is so strong that you feel you can't do without it that might just be a bait that might just be a spirit trying to engage you that might just be a spirit trying to steal your birthright and these are the contracts we do in the spirit realm that trickles down into our children and our children's children. And these are the things we inherit in the bloodline. We inherit them through making these this, this decisions in the moment where we feel that, oh, we need this right now. And we've got to have it. Me. In my satisfaction. Not thinking... I belong to the Lord. I am joined with the Lord. What is the Lord's best for me? So always remember that. What happens? Then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Remember that he had already been transformed in the spirit realm. A spirit called red had already come upon him. And changed his name. He was no longer Esau. He was now Edom. Correct? He was now Edom. Remember that when he did that, he had already made a decision that would affect his entire genealogy. Because there is no reference in scripture where the descendants of Esau were called Esauites. They were called Edomites how do i make such a decision concerning something that seems so innocent and immediately as innocent as eating the red stew my name is changed i i now carry an identity of red in the entire spirit realm where wherever i go they are pointing it out that hey see her that's red that's red. Oh, that's red. That's hard. That's the, that's what owns her. That's the spirit that owns her. And then my, even my children and generations after me get to bear that name, get to be identified after a spirit being called red and name that God did not give me because I already traded. I made an exchange. So remember, Remember, every day you live, every moment of your life, you are involving in exchanges that are affecting you. That will affect generations after you. And your forefathers have involved in exchanges that are affecting you today. The good thing about all this is that the blood of Jesus is here for you. The blood of Jesus is is available to you you have to step in and repent of them like his generation called Edomites they needed to go in and repent of the sin of their father because their identity was not only changed in spirit realm it was also even changing the physical the last verse of that chapter says and Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils imagine just beans Then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his his birthright. He had no clue what he was doing. And that's why later on, when it was time for his father to bless him, his father was deceived. That did not just happen when Jacob went and put the skin on and pretend to be Esau. No, you see, many times we make that mistake. We look at someone and we're like, how did he fall? Oh, how can a mighty man fall like that? No, it didn't just happen then. It happened years ago. He sold his birthright years ago. So this was just a manifestation Of what already took place in the spirit. I am telling you that even if Jacob did not put the skin on himself. Esau still would have thought it was. Sorry. Isaac still would have thought. That he was blessing Esau. It would have been something else. You know. So just be aware. When we begin to look at things at face value. And begin to judge things at face value. No. It starts in the spirit. It didn't just happen there. Never look at things at face value. This is why the Lord Jesus is calling us to a higher calling, a higher standard. Come into the spirit realm with me. See what is going on. Understand my heart at that level. Walk with me at that level. Then you'll be able to recognize when the enemy comes at you. And you'll be able to resist him. You flee from him. Then he has no power over you. This is where we as a body of Christ can come to a place where we can say there is no darkness in me. I hope you're blessed by today's teaching. And I hope you're beginning to understand how things take place in the spirit realm. And why you need to head to court. And why you need to step in and repent. And why the actions of your bloodline can and are affecting you today. God bless you. I just want to pray for you right now. Let's agree in prayer. Lord, I just want to thank you for this amazing viewer today. I thank you because you created her. You created him in your image. They belong to you. He belongs to you. That amazing woman staring me in the face right now through this screen belongs to you god and so lord i hold her hands by faith and i step into your kingdom and i ask god that in your name she will come to understand that he will come to understand the power he and she have in the kingdom. That they will know that they are equipped by you. That in your word are gateways that empower them to walk in victory. Lord, I ask that they will not be lazy and that this message will not be burdensome. but they will arise in their sonship. They will arise in their spirit man. And they will recognize when they are making contracts that they want to make contracts and agreements with you and you alone. So right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just speak an empowerment over you that the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you right now. The power of the Holy Spirit that empowers you to make godly covenants. The power of the Holy Spirit that causes you to, to resist the enemy to recognize the the attacks of the enemy and to turn away from him and to choose the light of God and to choose your victory in Christ Jesus. And I decree that in the mighty name of Jesus, you will begin to see a turnaround for you and your generations. And I decree in the mighty name of Jesus as, as you step into the courts of heaven and you begin to repent that the legal grounds the enemy had to afflict you and torment you, will be loosened off of you, that they will be broken off of you. I break that power out of, off of you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I empower God's kingdom in your life now. Go, daughter of Zion. I empower the kingdom of God in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.